Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Wonderwell podcast. This is Katie J, and we have a lot to catch up on, you guys. Before we get into the interview, we have a lot to catch up on. So first of all, what you can look forward to is this interview, Jen Turner. She was one of my former roommates, and one of the things I love about having a roommate who's older than me and wiser than me and a woman is that I get to learn all this awesome stuff for free. (laughs) And so I learned how to make bomb ass smoothies. I learned how to cook vegetables in all these crazy ways because we always had these vegetable only or vegetarian, I should say vegetarian uh, dinner parties when I, when we lived together, which was awesome, completely opened my eyes to all of the beautiful things that can come out of a plant-based diet. And I also learned about the trouble with birth control and how to really treat your body as a woman who doesn't want to pump herself with chemicals. So uh, that was really useful information that Jen shared with me uh, during our time together and as I've been following her um, ventures as a health coach. And so she's a health coach and yoga instructor in Austin, Texas, and she and I actually used to operate an Airbnb together in Clarksville, which is just Uh, just west of 6th Street and is this tiny little house but had three bedrooms and people love staying there because they just had their own space and we would leave. I would go out to camp and spend spend a few nights there and she would go stay with a friend and uh, we made quite a bit of money that way. It was awesome and she's currently not operating that little house anymore Um, but I do want to catch you guys up on something that I am uh, that I have been working on manifesting and you know, I told you guys last season that I decided not to go to traditional Chinese medicine school right now and instead moved to Costa Rica. I just felt very much pulled to stay in Costa Rica. I already had plans to be back in California for the summer, so I'm here until the end of September. And then Tucker and I are going back to Costa Rica. We have a house lined up and on this property are actually two houses. So we will be managing an Airbnb in Uvita, Costa Rica. It's on the South Pacific coast. So a lot of people are familiar with Jaco or Manuel Antonio or Quepos. Um, and those are all three two to three hours north of where Uvita is. So we're going to be pretty far south. And it's a quiet little town um, called Bahia, actually. So Uvita and Bahia are right next to one another. And Bahia has a national marine park. So that's where all of the surfing happens. That's where all of the sunsets happen that you see on Instagram. That is happening in that national park. And because it's a national park, that means that there is no development anywhere along that coast within uh, the little cove that is Bahia, uh, the beach that you can access from Bahia. So it's a really magical place. It's where this magic started. I am literally going to be living right next door to Bodhi Surf and Yoga. And so going to be hosting people in our Airbnb. It's a great location and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Okay. Catching you up on Instagram. So a lot of people are really confused about what the heck I'm doing on Instagram. And here's the thing. How many of you guys can say that you're experts in Instagram? Right, exactly. We're all trying to figure it out. So I have started to do a lot of research into digital marketing, as you guys know. And 
because it's cool to create a podcast, but if no one knows about it, then how are you going to grow? So, and that goes for any business, right? Pretty much every single business business is on Instagram right now. And I've also learned about SEO from Tucker and SEO, which is search engine optimization is mainly focused on internet uh, searches, like on Google and Bing and Yahoo and whatnot. When people type in how to do yoga or yoga for beginners or how do I start my spring garden, right? All of those things are mentioned in a name of an article and somewhere within the article X amount of times, depending on how how much Google says it should in order to rank. And so that's the first through that's the first page of links that you see are people who have optimized their SEO so that their information ends up in front of you and you believe that they are an authority, right? So that is something that is mainly focused on Google type stuff. But as I grow as a digital marketer, I'm starting to understand that that is actually prevalent on Instagram as well. So I started, you have to start thinking about if you're starting an account from scratch and you're trying to reach a very specific audience. Uh, Tucker is a prime example. He started the Instagram account, The Backpack Guide, and he also has a blog that he maximizes his SEO on so that it will rank at the top of Google. But he's also sending eyes to his blog via his Instagram, right? And so people are like, hmm, backpacking, a guide, right? Like, it's summertime, I want a new backpack, or I want to know trails around my area, or I want tips on how to preserve the quality of my equipment. There's all these different things that people search and there are websites and apps that you can use to figure out which which things people are searching the most often and how much competition there is as far as content goes. So whether how likely you are to end up on the first page. And people will optimize their blogs based off of that. That is called SEO, search engine optimization. And so I'm trying to bring that into Instagram as well because people will go are now going to Instagram and typing in beginner yoga, right? So whoever it was that has that Instagram account, there that's going to be the first thing they click on because that's what they search for. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? So I am still trying to figure out how it all works. Uh, there's an algorithm that Instagram utilizes to put your content in front of people who might be interested in it. And so I'm trying to, to maximize in that market, right? How can I put my content out into the world? And yes, there are X amount of followers that are seeing it potentially. Um, you know, the number of followers you have is not the amount of people who actually see your content because they have to actually continuously like your content in order for your content to end up in front of them in the first place. There's, it's, it's, it's a big world out there in social media. I'm telling you guys, and I am just trying to figure it out. And I'm happy to share everything that I've learned up until this point with you guys. That's something that I think everyone needs to think about if you're trying to promote through Instagram. Not everyone is. For example, I work for the Tahoe Adventure Company. They have maybe 200 people on Instagram, but our schedule is blowing up. I mean, this summer is is packed. Like we have to have people calling weeks in advance in order to reserve our services because we just our bank are killing it word of mouth. Their SEO is impeccable. You type in Tahoe biking or Tahoe kayaking or Tahoe sup 
you're going to get the Tahoe Adventure Company. And they've just done an incredible job in SEO to the point where they don't even need Instagram. And me and the other office coordinator and logistics marketing people, we are looking at the Instagram thinking, this is so sad. How is, how is it that they only have 200 people? And uh, we've started to post pictures of dogs and more sunset kayak photos to kind of draw in more attention to the account. But the truth of the matter is they don't even really need it. And so it doesn't make sense for them to, you know, invest in that. However, for me, my audience is hanging out on Instagram and there is merit. So I'm just trying to figure out how to reach my audience, right? And I, and part of that is figuring out the best way to name myself and to brand what it is that I'm doing. And I've gone back and forth quite a bit about whether or not Wander Well is what I want long term. And I've been thinking about what other names I can include. Uh, you know, I really love the word Bodhi. Of course, Bodhi surf and yoga, but it means awakening and enlightenment. I really like the word prana because it's life force and it's powered by breath and movement and it's it's within all of us and it connects all of us. I mean, that's a, a great thing to name yourself or to have in your branding. And Hatha too. Um, I'm trained in Hatha yoga and it's like the heat and the coolness. And it's it really, it translates to a lot of different things. But one is really the, literally the balance of feminine and masculine, um, which I think everyone needs to explore. <laughs> and so how do I name myself, right? And I think Wander Well is a broad enough umbrella to include all of those things for now uh, until I decide that I want to rebrand which guess what it's my business and I have the right to do that whenever I want and the people who are paying attention the people who are actually my audience will still be there and that's the kind of flow that you get into when you're aligned when you're practicing self-care when you're meditating, when you've got your energies flowing. I've joined a new studio in the Truckee area. It's called Truckee Yoga Collective, and they have such amazing classes like slow yoga and Reiki and, you know, mindful vinyasa and meditation. And it's like, yes, this is what I've been waiting for. So those are the things that I wanted to catch you guys up on. I really needed to find a yoga studio and I think that's why I wasn't practicing self-care for so long which is why I needed to take a week off last week so now you know you're about to hear from wild acorn Jen. I finally joined a yoga studio and I've been feeling myself so much so that it just is it's so liberating it's so liberating I just get to do whatever I want to do and attract the people that I want to attract and manifest whatever I want and one thing that I've manifested is a place to stay in Costa Rica. Um, and they allow my dog. I can manage their Airbnb and earn money that way. I'll be right next to Bodhi if I want to do some yoga with them. It's, it's kind of incredible, guys. And it's completely possible. And for those of you who are on my email list, you got an email that talked about a course that I'm doing and I'm super excited about it. It's going to be a beta tested course first because I want to get it right for you guys and basically it's going to be open to the people who are my friends on Facebook which means they've known me for a while and also my 
uh, people on my email list as well, which includes all of the women that were my initial ambassadors for my travel trove when I first got started. So all of those people got an email inviting them to, or a Facebook post inviting them to join my course. And uh, the course is going to be about manifesting. And I haven't specifically narrowed down all of the content yet because that's going to be done over the course of the next few weeks because I'm doing a beta test with 10 people. I already have five phone calls scheduled to see if these people are what I'm looking for in a student and we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to break down how to manifest your deepest desires and if you guys want to be a part of that All you have to do is head to Wanderwell Podcast on Facebook, not on Instagram, on Facebook. Wanderwell Podcast will make a post. And if you comment on it, you'll have a chance to be one of those 10 people, okay? And this is just, this is completely free. The only thing that I'm asking of these participants is to purchase or borrow the alchemist from someone. So get The Alchemist. If you can get The Alchemist, even if you've already read it, even if you've already annotated it, even if you already had book club on it, we're going through it again. And it's completely free outside of that book. So this is for listeners to this podcast and for my friends and family and the people who have followed me from day one. I want to see you guys manifest your dream because my dream is very different. All of our dreams are very different. I want to own a retreat center in the tropics and go back and forth in the mountains seasonally. I want to be seasonally nomadic and I want to own a retreat center and I'm going to do that. But everyone's desires are different. And that's the cool thing about abundance is that when everybody chases their own desires, there's plenty to go around. It's a beautiful thing, guys. And I'm going to show you how to do it. So go to Facebook, Type in wander space well space podcast to potentially get on that course list. All right, let's get started with the podcast. Well, the podcast has already started, but let's get started with Wander Woman Wednesday with Wild Acorn Jen. You're listening to the Wander Well podcast. Learn how to create your own reality live your calling, and find inner peace. We cover self-care, wandering, and manifesting. Welcome. I'm your host, Katie J. This was the first interview I've ever done in person. It was exciting for me because this woman, Jen, is someone who I have looked up to for a while. Like I mentioned before, Jen was my roommate for a few months when I lived in Austin. And I don't want to share too much about Jen before she gets a chance to share herself. So Jen will introduce herself right now. Hey y'all, I am Jen Turner and uh, based in Austin, Texas. I'm a yoga teacher and a health coach among other things. Super (laughs) excited to be here. As you may have noticed, we were a little bit excited to see one another, so we were a little bit giggly, but I asked her the icebreaker question anyway, which was, what's the one book that everybody needs to read? And then we rolled smoothly into talking about her calling, 
Here's Jen. The first one that pops to mind is Women Who Run With the Wolves. Even though it's written directed towards women, men can benefit from it as well. Um, it's kind of based around a bunch of short story narratives, and then the author dives into kind of the deeper lessons to be learned from these ancient stories and kind of delves into how culturally the stories have been changed and how they've been kind of stripped of their wild woman like feminine um nature Mm. um and it just teaches you a lot about like the nature of a woman's heart and um the beauty and strength of her spirit so looking forward to getting (laughs) reading that i've never heard of it before i have it right over there lovely (laughs) i love that Jen, what are you called to do? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So I just started my 300-hour yoga teacher training, and um, they asked us what our intention was for the training, and I didn't, without thinking about it, just the word service popped into my head. And I feel like I'm at a place in my life where I want to take everything that I've learned and everything that's been of benefit and healing in my life and be of service in that way. So through teaching yoga and health coaching and just really helping people to tap back into who they really are and their own innate like healing powers. The last time I saw Jen, she was just getting started with her health coaching. I asked her for an update on that, and she said that a little over a year ago, she finally quit the corporate gig she had been holding on to. For a long time, Jen was at the point where many of you are right now. You're 100% certain that you do not belong in the world you are currently living in, but you're scared to chase the unknown. How am I going to feed myself, pay rent, pay my cell phone bill? Where is that money going to come from if not from a corporate job with benefits and dental? Jen decided to focus her efforts into wellness and yoga. What healed her can also heal others. Jen gets paid to listen to people, hear what's going on in their lives, talk about their careers, their relationships, and their wellness. Stress management, getting out into nature, and slowing down, guys, it's all connected. Here's Jen to talk about how health coaching is so much more than diet and exercise. And it's great because diet and exercise is kind of, it's like the gateway You know, the people are like, yeah, if I could just dial in my diet and exercise, then life will be great. And that's awesome. And I'm, you know, love starting there and talking about those things. But it opens the door to the deeper issues and to talking about, well, like, why? And is it really the diet or exercise? Is it really that you're just not taking care of your body because there's a deeper rooted issue there. Right. Ever since starting this podcast, I've had people reaching out to me asking for advice and feedback and instruction. And oftentimes I felt pretty inadequate answering their questions. I answered the questions to the best of my ability, pulling from examples and the learnings that I've done. But all the while, I kind of still just feel like I pulled it out of my butt. And I asked Jen if she has ever felt this way because You know, they say, thank you, that was awesome. I'd never thought of it that way. And they go on their merry way and you just never really get to know if that was helpful. And so I wanted to know from Jen, especially as a health coach, does she ever feel like she's constantly needs, she constantly needs to get more training before she's ready to truly help others? I mean, I've definitely been that person asking the people, you know, back then when, how do you do it? And, you know, you want that magic bullet. You want people to tell you, X, Y, Z, this is what you do. Now go do it. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, it's not really 
the way it works. Um, if that magic bullet is anything, it's just go do it. I think we don't give ourselves enough credit for the wisdom that we have. And a lot of times it is that slowing down piece and quieting the mind and learning to listen, whether that be through meditation or taking a walk in nature. But we don't trust ourselves for the most part. And I'm speaking from experience and from myself personally and from seeing it, you know, and other friends. But um, just learning to trust your intuition and to go for it, you know, like if you are genuinely unhappy where you're at and you have an idea of where you want to go, then it's not going to be overnight. Like it took me a good two year transitional period to like make a plan and get my, you know, certification and start teaching yoga and start building up kind of a career that I knew I could transition into once I left. But it's just taking those baby steps. For some people, it might be a leap off of a cliff. It might be you just walk into work one day and are like, I'm done, I'm leaving, and I'm going to figure it out as I go. For other people, it might be I need a plan in place. I need to kind of strategize this out for the next year. Mm-hmm. But I think it starts with with trusting yourself to take that leap and to take the next the next steps. And there's not one way to do it. There's not a magic bullet. But, um, yeah, just setting that intention and then being open to letting it unfold in its own time and trusting that you got it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're gonna... probably going to fail, too, at some point. And you're probably going to freak out and be like, what the hell did I just do? Like, a couple times. <laughs> yeah. But just staying true to the course, you know, not jumping ship the first time you freak out. You heard the woman. Stop making excuses and reasons to not do something. Get your butt out there and do it. You're probably going to fall flat on your face, but holy moly, just get yourself back up, brush yourself off, and give it another go. And I've had so many of these over the last nine months. I mean, you guys have seen how many Instagram account names that I've gone through where I'm like, oh, that doesn't quite fit what I'm looking for. Ooh, I want to rebrand it in this direction to get this crowd. And ooh, I, 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 now I think I want to kind of be the face of this, and so I've turned it on myself to be... Wanderwell podcast on Instagram basically and so I'm still figuring it out right and a lot of you are reaching out to me saying hey how do I do this how do I start a podcast how do I and I am happy to help you guys through those things and that's why I'm starting this this manifestation course because it's so exciting to hear all these things that you guys want to do I've heard about people wanting to manifest love and some of you have reached out about manifesting an online business or uh, a new yoga studio and all of those things you can do and that's so cool that you are so passionate about that thing because when you are passionate about it and when you put all of your energies into plan a hey I want to manifest this car, right? Like I have a car that I think about all the time. I have a car. It works great. It's going to work great for the next like 20 years. It's a Honda, but I have my eye on this car and I've written it down and I visualize myself driving it. I visualize putting a kayak on there and one day I'm going to have that car. Plain and simple. That's just how it works. That's how manifesting works. And It's not going to be tomorrow. It's not just going to fall out of the sky. It's not magic. It's just energy. I put my energy towards something and I make it happen. You can do it too. Don't let the fear of the unknown stop you. Get in the habit of asking the universe what it is you actually want. Go after it. 
talk about it. Like, A, you deserve it, and B, you already have it. Jen is a prime example of this. She spent two years getting herself ready for a launch into the unknown world of wellness. And yeah, two years. And some people are like, golly, I don't have two years. Yes, you do. Put your nose down and get to work. Once you set your intention to something, you're going to find that you can actually achieve it. But if you take jobs that you don't want, and if you take income that doesn't meet your needs, then you're telling the universe that you're willing to settle. Don't settle. Trust. And there will be obstacles. One of mine was just focus. I was so excited to get online that I threw money around left and right at courses and trainings that I didn't need. I like to ask my guests about their obstacles so we all get reminded that they exist, they're a part of our journey, and they are to be embraced. And here's Jen with one of hers. So yeah, just letting go of the should-ofs and the storylines that um, you think your life, how you think your life is going to play out. Um, you know, finishing college, I think the first thing that kind of launched me off in a different direction than most of my friends was studying abroad and going and learning another language. And um, I moved to Spain for two years after I graduated, and that kind of set me off on a course that took me out of the regular, the mainstream flow of life, whereas all my friends were getting married and starting careers. I was traveling around Europe and working as a nanny and learning another language and then came back and realized like, oh wow, I've changed a lot and I don't really think my life's going to look the way I thought it was going to look and um, just, yeah, being open to, to redirecting and not following the status quo or the should-haves, getting engaged and realizing like that wasn't going to work out either and being okay with that and moving on and moving across the world for another love and still listening to my heart and realizing, nope, that one's not going to work out either. And here we are, like, I'm 35 and, you know, single and doing my own thing and couldn't be, you know, happier. Of course, I still want the relationships and um, possibly family, but so thankful for how my life has unfolded and all the ways that I've gotten to explore and learn and grow on my own had I, and otherwise I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So just um, not settling. You know, I think most of us just get caught in um, staying in the comfort zone um, because it's comfortable, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's easy. And um, for a lot of people that's right, and I'm not saying it's not right, you know? Um, but if you've got that itch, which I did, I remember I would tell, say all the time, like I'm kind of itchy, like I need to like, I've got another itch I need to scratch. I feel the same way, if yeah. I'm in the US for too long, I'm like, ooh, I need to really yeah. feel uncomfortable and itchy. Yeah, like do it, like go for it. This life is so short and so beautiful, so like, Go experience all the things you need to experience and break all the rules and the norms and scare the shit out of your parents and, um, you know, just do it. Just do it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Jen said no one thought she was going to come back from Spain. She extended her stay there and enjoyed the wander of life until it was out of her system and she was ready to return home. 
But like Jin said, that itch is always there. And sometimes it resurfaces hard. I want to ask you guys, my audience, and I'll post this on Instagram labeled as reverse culture shock and on Facebook as well. But for those of you who have spent several months abroad in another country, whether you studied abroad, you've done extensive travel, maybe you just needed to get some wandering out of your system or you volunteered for a while in a different country. Did you have reverse culture shock upon returning back to the U.S.? If that's where it is you live. Both times that I came back from Costa Rica to Austin, I experienced severe anxiety. The first time I came back from Costa Rica, I sat in the Houston airport and just was shaking. So I felt so cold. The AC was just blasting my bones, it felt like. And then this time, my partner Tucker asked why I was so quiet. All of a sudden, I just shut down when I got back to the U.S., And instead of saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, right? Because that's a friend or a boyfriend's worst nightmare to hear. I just said, everything is so overwhelming. The lights, the signs, they're so distracting when I'm driving and the massive expansion and development. I keep on wanting to look at it, but then I'm going to crash if I do. And I found it so hard to find inner peace because I was so accustomed to the South Pacific coastal town of Uvita, Costa Rica. I asked Jen this exact question, and this is what she said. Oh yeah, Every time. for sure. Coming back is the hardest part. It's reassimilating this like, nothing has changed usually, and but you've changed. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, okay, how do I take everything that I've learned and everything that I've experienced and make this work in this, this paradigm? Yeah. And usually it means, you know, a big life shift. You can't usually fall back into exactly the way things were before, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. I asked Jen how she practices self-care, and she said that she naturally always wants to be on the move. She said that she has to schedule time in to slow down, though. A daily yoga practice, seated meditation, walks, just letting herself walk It doesn't even need to be a speed walk. Just throw in your flip-flops and enjoy a walk. Notice something new. Breathe in and out. Here's Jen to tell us more about her self-care practices. Also, when you've gone too hard, which can still happen, um, baths, love taking an Epsom salt bath. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, really go for it. Don't just, like, hop in the bath and, like wash and then get out like put on the candles the essential oils like the music like really enjoy it like whatever you're doing like do it wholeheartedly like embrace slowing down embrace like going hard in a power class and sweating until you're sloshing around in your own sweat um Um, so just finding the balance between, you know, the effort and the ease and the self-care and the energizing activities, um, connecting with friends. I love sharing meals with people. Um, I recently moved into my own place and now live alone for the first time pretty much ever. Um, so you can get caught spending a lot of time alone, but for me it's really important to connect with other people and to share meals. Um, I think it's one of the most primal healing things that we can do is to share food together 
so yeah nature baths and eating <laughs> When I lived with Jen, she and her friend Erica, who I also want to have on this podcast, started a traveling vegetarian dinner club called Meatless Monday or Martes or Miracles, whichever day of the week we could make it happen. And each week was at a new home, but we definitely hosted quite a few of them, which I loved. I always loved having people in my home and feeding them and eating their food. And we would invite strangers and friends and coworkers. And sometimes there was music played or stories shared. It was always my favorite day of the week, regardless of when it felt. I asked Jen what part of her wellness routine other women should know about. She said balance, knowing when to push yourself, but not pushing too far, and respecting the seasons of life. Here's Jen. And the seasons of life, like if it, whether it be the lunar cycles or, um, you know, f- flowing with like your, your periods and the cycles of a woman's body, um, listening to like... There's a lot of really cool like period tracking apps that I really enjoy using. Um, Do you that, have one that you'd recommend? Yeah, uh, there's one called My Flow that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. She um, gives you a lot more insight than just like when you're ovulating and when you're gonna have your period. She'll tell you like based on what cycle you are in your period, like what kind of food you should be eating to support um, that time and what kind of exercise you should be doing. Um, whether it be like more restorative yoga weightlifting or um, based on like the energy levels on that cycle of your period so it's a lot more um, in depth so that you can really connect back to this amazing vessel that we have because this body is just so cool let's chat a little bit about technology it's a beautiful thing it allows us to connect with one another and collaborate from thousands of miles away it helps keep us close to our loved ones when we miss them and when we are out wandering. But let's not forget, there is a time and a place. I love taking my phone or camera on hikes or to the farmer's market so I can show y'all what's going on behind this podcast. And that's why I created the Instagram page behind the podcast, which is now and will hopefully forever be Katie J today. K-A-T-I-E. But for every one of those experiences y'all see in a story or in a post, there are thousands of others where I actually choose to leave my phone behind. I say this so that no one gets confused here. Technology is incredible, but it doesn't beat the real life experience. And that is my priority. That is the goal. Helping people through technology is incredible, but the ultimate goal is to get you in person, to hold a live event or a retreat that brings you incredible souls near mine for a transformational experience. That's why I'm manifesting a retreat center. 
to create that space. I asked Jen what advice she would give to other women on how to wander well. And this is what she said. First of all, don't listen to anyone who tells you that you can't do it alone because you can. Um, I've done most of all my traveling alone. Um, and I feel like it really opens you up to experiences that you otherwise might not be open to. Um, when you're traveling with a friend or a partner, it's beautiful and wonderful to share those experiences with people. And it's also something that I desire, but on the flip side, you're kind of in partnership with this person. So you're just not seeking out those of those connections that you would be looking for otherwise. I've met so many people just around the world organically because people see you walk into a restaurant alone and they ask you like, what's going on? Like, where are you from? But had you walk, had I walked in there with a girlfriend or somebody else, like they probably wouldn't approached me because, you know, and same goes for me. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be really reaching out as much. Um, if I feel like I have like the security of somebody traveling with me, um, and really just for the most part, like this world isn't as, I mean, I've had some scary experiences, but for the most part, like I've gone to, you know, quote unquote, you know, not like Israel's not the safest place, Mm -hmm. but like it didn't stop me from going, you know, like for the most part, you're going to be safe. You're going to be taken care of. Um, I think we have to believe in the beauty of the people of this world. And their, um, I think if you approach it with an open heart, like people see that, you know. Um, and just kind of as I've traveled, I've always had in the back of my mind, this was instilled in me through um, my time with the Peace Corps of just like living as like an ambassador, you know, like not showing up in just being a typical tourist, like really wanting to know a culture and to know a people and to try to learn the language and to taste the foods that are offered to you, even if you don't necessarily typically always eat that kind of food, like just being open. Um, So yeah, traveling alone, don't be, don't be scared. (laughs) Don't be scared. And, um, yeah, really trying to connect with the culture on on a more um, on a deeper level. I will love that. Thank you. Sure. Jen, where can people go to learn more about you and your work? Yeah, I am at wildacornwellness.com. Um, then the Instagrams wildacornjen with two ends. <laughs> um, yeah, those are kind of the main. The main places, I also have a yoga channel um, on bsy.tv, um, which is an awesome place if you're looking for online yoga um, to practice with me. Love uh, it. Uploading lots of new content, super fun. So, Like Jen said, you can find out more about her at Wild Acorn Jen with two N's on Instagram. To follow along with what I'm doing, you can follow me at Katie J Today. It's K-A-T-I-E. And I am going to actually start posting exclusive content on the Instagram account. So if you want to hear about Jen's travels to Cuba or to Israel when she worked on a goat farm, then you're going to want to head to follow me at KDJ today on Instagram. And that's how you're going to get up to date info on 
what's going on with the podcast and who's coming up this week and also some exclusive content. I want to give a big shout out to soundstripe.com. I paid maybe like 150 bucks and I have unlimited licensing, open licensing of their songs as long as I license each time I use it. And I can use them on the podcast and it has completely transformed the podcast in my opinion. I have so much more fun DJing and adding music to kind of connect with Uh, you guys and to connect the story of the woman who I'm interviewing. So look forward to more awesome music straight from soundstripe.com. Hope you guys have a fantastic week. This is the end of Wanderwell Podcast Season 2, Episode 3. Have a great day. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to.